0: Welcome to a special episode of the Sloppy Seconds Podcast. It's an emergency Bulls podcast. The Bulls lost by 15 points to a 13-36 team. It's not looking good for the season on the Chicago Bulls. supposed to be a big stretch of games for us, uh, but we lost to the the Hornets, then we lost to the Pacers. It's not a good stretch. Uh, We were supposed to get the sixth seed back. Um during this easy stretch of games but it's not looking like it we're playing like shit and who knows what we need to do maybe blow it up maybe fire the coach we'll see joined by my friend nihal um and please excuse the audio on this one um i went back to this to the burbs to, to record at my parents house and uh didn't have headphones and i had to use this 10 dollar bluetooth headphone so it sounds a little little shitty but please bear with me and thank you and let me know what you think
1: Welcome to a special episode of the Sloppy Seconds Podcast, joined by my friend Nihal. This is an emergency Bulls podcast. We're officially hitting the panic button. Class is in session. Another bad loss to a bad team. 15 points to the 13 and 36 Charlotte Hornets right after we blew a 21-point lead to the Halliburton-Less Pacers. I think it's official. And let me know if you agree with, me at this the, with, agree with me on this, Nihal. We suck. We are a bad team. No ifs ands or buts. And I'm officially hitting the panic button. What do you think? Uh,
2: at this point, I, uh, I don't think I'm at the panic button stage yet. But I, I actually very much understand your concerns. And I, I think I'm, my hand is hovering over the button right now. I, I can hit it at any second. I, I think I, I, an Orlando loss would send me over the edge.
1: Chat, chat. We are if the n if the NBA season ended today, we would not even be in the play in. We just just keep that in mind. We're not even in the fucking play in. We're four and a half games back from the sixth seed, and we have the seventh worst record in the league. Seventh worst record in the league, and we were we were told that the the great AK the M- Messiah has arrived that. Our time is, is, is in, in the dumps is over. We have the seventh worst record in the league and three max-level players under contract. I, I think I, – I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what to say. I, it's it's an embarrassment. And I don't know what where, where, where this leads up to, what, what, what the hope is. We'll produce that at best in the postgame show. MJ ain't walking through that door, y'all. MJ ain't walking through that door. What are we looking forward to? Lonzo Lonzo ain't coming What, 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 what do these people where, Where's these people that are sitting there and saying Guys don't worry Lonzo's gonna No he's not coming this year It's 49 games in the year and this guy's not even running yet
2: We yeah, that's, that's tough
1: are, are, We are capital F fucked if, if we're thinking we're gonna be some sort of Contender this year or even next year I, I don't know where we're going It doesn't look like we have a lot of heart when we play we, we lost to this Hornets team and they, how about, okay. Can I ask you a question, Neil? How the hell do you lose when a team missed 17 straight threes?
2: You don't how take it yourself. <laughs> I mean, are we one of the worst three-point shooters as well? I think we, we don't have shoot. shooting threes that yeah. A team, not, a team not making threes doesn't does doesn't add any net value to us as we're not taking threes ourselves. It, it, it's bad. I agree. It, it's it's horrendous showing on offense day in, day out. It, it seems like we live and die by a DeMar DeRozan mid-range shot, and as you have said, is an ancient form of offense at this point.
1: Dude, it, 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 in God's green earth, how the hell does a team miss 17 straight threes? You're playing a team that missed 17 straight threes, and in that time, they come back on you. They, they close a 12-point deficit. That, that, is, that is haram. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that that shouldn't even be allowed. That is awful. <laughs> it's, that's fucking awful. It, it is terrible. It, I, I don't know who the fuck. I want to blame someone. I want to blame someone. I, I gotta take my anger out of someone. I don't. I don't know which one it is. But I, I don't know. We, I, thought, I, I thought
2: I thought you were a big DeRozan's the problem guy.
1: I, I I was I was a very big DeRozan is the issue you know he, he, he his mid-range jumper but then there's games where like I watch against like the Milwaukee Bucks at home where we won like he hits these big shots he has the balls to step up like and I get really happy and but, I think but, but, he, you brought it up
2: wouldn't you but, wouldn't you suggest like I said wouldn't you suggest DeRozan being the guy yeah we win by DeRozan but we lose by DeRozan so Would you put more weight on us winning by DeRozan, or are you saying that we shouldn't be relying on this guy to win or lose us games at all? Like, I mean, I mean,
1: that question has
0: to be asked.
1: You brought this up in, in, in I think, a previous podcast. The Bulls play hero ball. It seems like right. It's, it's a lot of ISO ball. It's a lot of DeRozan dribble, dribble, mid range. It's a lot of Levine step back three stuff. In crunch time, and, and you live by it, and you die by it. It's gonna look sick sometimes. It, it, it's gonna look cool, but you can't. It's not sustainable, you know. It's like it, it's like when when I when I was in high school, you know, I, I came in. You remember me in high school? I had the big fake chain, you know. I I was I had some swag. I was walking in there with my fake my fake icy tims. I'm going in there, and it 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 it, it looks cool sometimes, but then when you start. Realizing this dude's a dork and loves anime, it's over. You know, it's you're not you're not pulling. So it's it, it, it's that it, it looks sick in spurts, but you're not winning with it.
2: I, I agree. It's, not, it, I it's, it's 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 all it's all show. It's all flash. I think it gets people in the stadium, but the underlying issue is way bigger than I think Bulls fans realize.
1: Yes, and then anyone listening, apologies. I, I have a terrible Bluetooth mic in right now, so if it's sc- scratchy, it's, well, bear with me, please. But, no, I'm with you. It's You live by it, you die by it. I'm watching the freaking game yesterday. How many times, you watched it with me, with Hopkins, and Hopkins is listening. How many times did they do a switch where Gordon Hayward or, or some, LaMelo Ball is guarding Booch in the paint and they can't even throw it inside to him?
2: It, it's like he's there? invisible. Yeah, it's like he's invisible down there. <laughs> It's invisible or lack of basketball skill. Hey, no, Vooch know is, is a problem, right? Hey, Vooch is problem. No. Right?
1: <laughs> oh, here it is. This, this is that's what they say. I, I hear it's 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 always Vooch is the scapegoat. He is the guy. He is. The, I'm not saying he's the, he's the, the reason why we win any games. Or he's like the best player. I'm not saying that. He's the easiest scapegoat. It's so easy to just go, oh, fuck Vooch. Vooch sucks. He doesn't do anything. DeRozan hits all these big shots. DeRozan's God. That's not what it is. We have to be realistic. We have to be realistic in in our praise. DeRozan is not Michael Jordan. I know all those – you were there. How much of those fucking graphics did they show last year of DeRozan? Oh, my God, his mid-range is like Michael Jordan. Holy shit. The Michael Jordan graphics were up. It, it, it's and, and now all of a sudden you can't criticize him or you're going to get fucking crucified by the fans. This guy became untouchable. Do you agree with that?
2: No, I agree. I think last year when he ha- remember he had that stretch, it was like thirty five plus points with 50% plus field goal. And, and I will say, I was part of that train thinking, Dude, this guy has got to be MVP conversation. Like, oh, I was I was definitely, I, w- I was all up on that. Like,
1: I, I will mm-hmm. really
2: admit. But I will say I am now – I think the – I guess that's the our, like our Super Bowl hangover version of that. Like I think we're seeing now how detrimental actually that when he's not putting up 35 and 50-plus percent, like we're not going to win games. I think we're seeing that yeah, very and, obviously now.
1: And everyone keeps talking about, oh, my God, when, when fully healthy, holy shit, did you see that team last year at the beginning of the year? It's, it's, it's amazing. Holy fuck. But what you have to realize is that's a smaller sample than what we've seen now for the, for the past months or half the season and a half, or probably full season now, right? We played, yeah, it's 22 to 26 80 games now. Yeah, we're 22 and 26 now. And then after the All-Star break last year, we were, what, 10 games under or eight games yeah. under or something like that? Yeah, so we're, we're under 500. Like, this, is, this is not just half a half-a-year sample size. This has been about like half of last year, now half of this year. So it's it's not looking good, and I, I decided that since I had to place blame, I've decided to place the blame on three major parts. There's three major parts to an organization, and the Bulls have fail are failing in all three. I'll start off with my first my first culprit here, and this is the first one is, is set in a group. It, it's a group. It's our star trio, I, and and the underlying thought is. Our best players are just not good enough to make a championship run. DeRozan, Levine, Booch, they're good players. The the, the Riverwalk is very nice. Uh, Stephen A. Smith said, you ever see that video? The Riverwalk (laughs) is very nice. But it's not LA. They're very good. They're very good players, very solid. But they're not good enough to be the ones on a championship team. To me, in my opinion, DeRozan and Levine, their play style is very repetitive. Yes, DeRozan is more of a mid-range. Levine's more of a 3 but in the, they're similar in the sense that they're both ISO ball stoppers. They get the ball, they do their thing, they know how to get buckets. That's, that's what they do. They, they don't really worry about the rest. They don't play defense. Levine's been improving on defense, but they don't really play defense. They just get the ball, it stops the offensive flow, and they just get a bucket. They're, they're similar. It's the same. Both just focus on scoring, and again, none are defensive. Stop. They're not two-way players. Look at look at these look at these great teams. Giannis two ways, Tatum two ways, Jalen Brown two ways. Who, who else? Who, who else is a great player? Uh, how how much time two ways?
2: How much Go of ahead. a step back do you think Levine's taken on defense this year? I, I mean, oh, like man, because because weren't we're, weren't we trending in the direction that Levine was supposed to be this guy who could you know he had some good like I guess what would you call like good, good flashes on defense and we thought he could develop into a, into a better defensive player. I mean, what would you say about his defense now? Like, like moving into this year where I, I,
1: don't I, I don't know. I don't know the, the advanced metrics or anything like that. Me, I'm just being on strictly eye test. i, I, I the whole narrative was after yeah. Levine went to that team USA thing, he was supposed to be like now a, 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 like a good defender or a, a, a very, uh you know, Decently passive defender, you know. But I, what I'm seeing, I don't know if that is if that's the case. I mean, you know, david he, Mitchell dropped the game
0: 71.
1: Yesterday. Yeah, Mitchell dropped 71. These these guys are Giannis. You know, I know he's not guarding Giannis, but he's dropping 50. The, the The Timberwolves without Cat are scoring 150. uh Terry Rozier goes off yesterday. Like, well, like, what are we doing? Who's, like, who's our defensive stoppers? I, I, I don't know if that's Levine's fault, but I'm I don't I'm not not going to sit here and say this guy's a good defender, a great defender, you know? No,
2: it, no, it, that's, it, that's not- what I was just – I was suggesting, like, yeah, we – we one of the biggest issues, right, is our offense is not good enough to keep up with how bad our defense is, essentially. Like, we – like I could sit here and talk about oh you know we have offensive issues or you you could say like oh you know we live and die by DeRozan, but like that worked last year right when we had at least it worked for for stretches where we had those guys playing defense we had good defensive stoppers. I I feel like when you look at the team now, our players who you know we have the you know Caruso Patty Williams Levine like I said who was supposed to take a step forward wouldn't you say mm-hmm. like some of these guys if not all of them have taken a pretty big step back on defense.
1: Yeah. And, and well, that, the, that's, yeah.
2: That's, a, that's a major issue.
1: Yeah. And the thing is too, what, what do we get? Like Caruso is a good defender, but like he averages five points. Like, can we, can we, get, can we get a guy that can do both? Maybe a guy that can play great defense and maybe shoot a wide open three, hit a three. Like, can, can we get that? I, I feel like we don't, we don't have any of this. What are you going to say? If you're a role player in hall, who you were a defensive, a defensive specialist or, or something like that, you're playing on this team. And your three best players, your three leaders, who make the most money, who take the most shots, play no defense. Are you motivated to play defense? Yeah, I I feel like in a lot of these things are in theory. Yeah, great. Like these guys can be defensive stoppers, and but these are the real people. Would you be happy if you're getting gritty on the on the, on the floor? You're diving for balls, you're rebounding, and then you just have to you have to watch DeMar DeRozan dribble for 20 seconds and then do a pull up mid range. Like I, I wouldn't be happy doing it.
2: I it happy it like and I'm not happy watching. I mean, it, it's it's yeah. shit basketball when you when you turn on the game.
1: It, it it looks cool at times and in spurts, but for for long term success, for sustained success, it's not a great recipe. It, it's not a good recipe. It's it's like the people that put their Kraft's cheese on the mac and cheese and then microwave it and say so that's good. It, it's like that shit. Like it, it, it's 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 uh, it's all right, but it's, it's fucking over time. Am I eating this shit all the time? It sucks. Um. Yeah. I think that's a another standard. one. <laughs> Vooch. Again, a guy I love. I love, I'm a Vooch. I'm a Vooch. Like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't even say I'm a Vooch shooter, but I'm now I'm like a Vooch defender after these people are just nitpicking them. I got to defend him. He can't stop a nose blade either. Save his life. Let me tell you something. Let me give you some stats. The two years magic made the playoffs, right? They, they made two years in a row. They made the playoffs. Right. Can you guess the, the, the record, their record in those two years combined? Was it, was it under,
2: under 500?
1: Yes. I, one I, of the I'll years.
2: Say the, I'll say one of the years yeah, they, one made, of the, they were probably like a 38 win team, 37.
1: So here, I'll tell you. One year they made it, they were 42 and 40. And another year they made it, they were 33 and 40.
2: Holy. Oh, that was a lockout year, wasn't it? Or not the yeah. lockout. Sorry, the COVID year.
1: Yeah. 43 and 30. They're 33 and 40. Like So those two years they made the playoffs, yes, Booch, I love Booch, And I always say as my defense, you know, he, he was a player that made the, a team that made the playoffs. They were below 500 in those two years combined. 75 and 80. DeRozan, his three years in San Antonio, he made the playoffs once. Can you right. guess? This three, the three-year record, they were 113 and 112. So 113 yeah. and, 100, and 112, so uh, around 500, you know. So it's not like these guys are are are, car- are, are going to be carrying teams just consistently in the playoffs. Right. And then Levine, you know, as you know, Bulls fan, made the playoffs for the first time last year. So it's, these guys aren't yeah. these guys aren't crazy winners. These guys, it's not Tatum. It's it's and it's, again, it's very hard to get those guys. But like, I don't know if these guys are it's winning basketball, you know. You're paying these guys like they're, like they're uh, superstar, Levine especially, and, and there's no proven success. So the big, our big three this year make a combined $86 million. And I want to play a little game here. I have this up right now. The salaries, top played players in the NBA. I'm going to read a list of players, and you're going to tell me who you would take, if you would take Zach Levine or them, Okay. Okay. So for, first, I'm gonna name the guys that get paid higher than Zach Levine, and and, and okay. I'm talking about would you take them right now? Okay. Yeah. Like right like right now in and you can give your logic if you, if it's a tough one, all right? Number one, right. Steph Curry. Hi, Steph
2: Curry. Yeah, I'm taking Steph.
1: Number two, Russell Westbrook.
2: No, I'm not taking Russ.
1: Okay, LeBron.
2: Yeah, I take LeBron. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Kevin Durant. Yep. Bradley Beal. Uh,
2: no, I wouldn't do Beal.
1: Fair. Damien Lillard. Actually,
2: that one's tough, but no. Uh,
0: yeah, I take Dame.
1: Okay, you take Dame. Giannis, I think that's a, a given. Yeah. Kawhi. Are you there? No, you're silent. Hello?
2: Nihal, I lost you. Can you hear me, Jay? Yes, yes. Can no, you I hear can me? Hear you. Yeah. Yes, yes. Kawhi, yes. Okay.
1: Okay, yes. Okay, and okay, we answered these, and as we continue this list. I I misphrase. Answer who do you think that if if you think they're better than Zach Levine? Like you think they're better, they contribute to a, a team's winning. Not like would you take them, but if they contribute to a team winning more, okay? Yeah. Then Zach than Zach Levine. Does that, does that make sense? Okay. So Kawhi yeah. Leonard, yes. Paul George. Yes. Okay. Clay Clay Thompson.
2: Well, yeah, since he's on the Warriors, I, I would say he fits his role better than Zach Levine's playing on the Bulls. Yep,
1: I agree. Rudy Gobert. Ignore the trade. Ignore yeah. Ignore I, I, the, the, the stupid trade. It, I, I, the trade I was, I was gonna
2: yeah. I was gonna say yes under the assumption that like obviously he's in a, the, one of the best defensive players in the league and and what we've seen from him before. Then yeah, I'm taking Gobert.
1: Yep. Anthony Davis.
2: Of course. Yep. Yep.
1: Chris Middleton.
2: <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He, he won a championship. I know this year he was injured. He won a championship. and he was pivotal for that team. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, without a doubt. Yep, and then this one, I think Tobias Harris. I think, I think, would you go Levine?
2: Yeah, I'd probably take Levine at that point. I don't think, like, if you were to interchange Tobias Harris with Levine on the Bulls, like, I, I don't think we'd be better. Okay.
1: Yes. Okay. So of that, of that list, and of this, of this tier player, he said, uh, he's better than Tobias Harris. He's better than uh, maybe Bradley Beal, and then Russell Westbrook. So three three players of this list that we maybe we take Levine over and now, now I'm going to name some guys that are younger or that get paid less than him. All right. Luca gets paid less than him this year. Obviously we're taking Luca. Trey young probably c- c- is contributes to success more. Kyrie Irving. Even, yeah, you know, what? I just don't want the guy on my team. Uh, I'll take Levine actually over him. Pause <laughs> Fair the rant. enough. Pascal Siakam, Pascal Siakam, Siakam, Ben yeah. Simmons would take Levine. Chris Stops first year doing good, arguably whatever. But Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns, Drew Holiday contributes to success more, Embiid, Jokic, Harden, all these guys get paid less than Levine. So we're paying this guy to be like he's one of these elites when this guy wasn't even the best player on a team that went to the playoffs for the first time in his career. That's the true, that's the unfortunate reality. But I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm also going to be a hypocrite. I would be a hypocrite if I said that, that, I wouldn't have paid him. I would have paid him, but I think you had to pay them. It was an unfortunate circumstance. You can't let the yeah. asset go for free. You have to pay them the money. So I think that we were just in a, in a tough crossroads there, and we made the deal. That's what – it's an unfortunate reality of the roster. But then, again, you can't get mad when we we have Levine and you try to win around him, but you have to make these moves, like maybe trade a DeRozan, maybe trade a Ruge, trade some other guys to make a better roster fit. Okay. So once again, $86 million head of the three players. The salaries bad. And again, here is, this is a big one that I always like to talk about in discussion here. Who's our leader? When we're de- when when we're when the Hornets are missing 17 straight threes and they're coming back somehow and we're gonna lose, who do you look to in the huddle? Who, who's the guy that's, who's the emotional leader? Look at the Warriors, they have Draymond, look at the Celtics, they have Marcus Smart. The Grizzlies—they have all those. Guys. John Moran is, is a leader. They have a bunch of guys that get in each other's faces. Like that's—they hold each other accountable. The Nuggets, Jokic is a leader. The Nets—even though KD, people think he's a snake, whatever. He went to the Warriors, whatever. He's—he is an alpha. The people respect him as a leader, and he gets in your face. He holds people accountable. The Bucks, Giannis—he plays, leads by example, and he's an emotional leader. Embiid the same way. Chris Paul, the floor general of the Suns. Who do we have? Look well, these uh, great let teams. me, let me
2: stop you there. I, I can agree with you on that. We don't, we don't have, yes, we don't have the, like you said, like the alpha male, like out there, like, you know, running the team type of leader. I, I don't think we have something like that, but c- couldn't you make the argument? DeRozan is our, our leader. DeRozan is the guy. I think he sets a good example. I, I think he's the guy who, who, you know, is trying to point these young guys in the right direction is he a good leader? That's, that's the question I need to be asked. I probably agree. Probably not a good leader. But wouldn't you say – I think it's pretty obvious that he's, our, he's the guy the, I think our team looks to as a leader. I, I think yeah, it's clear I, that I he's a leader. It. If the point you're trying to make, though, that we don't have, a, we don't have like an alpha male out there type of leader, then yeah, you're probably right. I don't yeah. think we have that. Yeah. that that's definitely something we're leader. lacking greatly. Yeah,
1: he's our leader de facto leader. Someone's got to be the leader, so he's the leader. Like that's that's I think how it is, and i I think he's a great player, and I think he's a great guy, but I just don't think, and i I'm, I'm sure the players love him, but well, the best I was gonna player say thing.
2: it go, it goes back to what you said about like how would you feel if you were a player, and your leader is the guy you know holding the ball twenty seconds and comes back and plays shit defense you're right that right that's a terrible example i I can agree that. We have leadership, but it's it's bad. And I I know you mentioned Billy Donovan, AK. Like, I mean, yes. do you see Billy Donovan as like a as like a, I guess, assertive coach? Okay,
1: yes. Let me get. I have a whole section on Billy Donovan. <laughs> De- DeMar DeRozan, oh, touching back on his thing. I, I, let me rephrase. I, I think he's a, he's a leader. Like, I'm not saying he's he's not a leader. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. He, he's like, players don't like him. I think he's very respected by the players in the league. Like, they think he's a great player. They respect him as a player. But as a guy, when you're trying to win serious games and, and have sustained success, you need a guy that's going to get in your grill. Hey, you're, you're lacking on fucking defense. Levine, you're, like, you, you can't stop a nosebleed. Vucevic, Miles Plumley just dropped 21 points on you. Like, wh- like what are you going to fucking do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, wh- where is his accountability? Coming from like we need that kind of guy. It doesn't even have to be our best player. We need someone that's going to hold him accountable because, when, like you said, when DeRozan does a contested mid-range or doesn't shoot that three-pointer like yesterday, he was a wide-open three. He passes up to shoot that mid-range jumper. Right. Who's going to get in his face and say, "Hey man, like shoot that shot," or "Hey man, you got to you got to stop Terry Rozier from scoring." Like no one is going to do that. I don't even know. People point to Lonzo. Hey, or like, hey man, they missed 17 straight fucking threes. Get a fucking bucket, do this, get into a set, give it to the beach down low or something, change it up. No one's going to do that. Lonzo, I guess, was that guy. I, I, I love Lonzo, and I think he's a leader by example, but he's also a guy, he's not your emotional leader. He's not going to get in people's faces. Like, he's at a high basketball IQ, but he, he's not, like I said, he's not MJ. We don't have that guy. And that's a lot of the great teams that are perennial contenders have those guys. And I don't yeah. think we have that. So And I mean, it, it sucks that,
2: because we haven't had that guy since Jimmy and then, you know, you had Joe Noah and then yep. Jimmy Butler after him. And literally yep. since then, I, I don't think we can look back and point at a single player that was on the bulls in the last six years now that has even come close to that. Maybe, maybe if you, if you want to count that one year, Dwayne Wade was on the bulls, maybe, maybe he was vocal or Rondo, but that year was a business. Yeah. So it's like, I agree. We have not had a strong, like, Leading presence on that team in the in the definition that you're you're talking.
1: Yeah, it's actually crazy that Jokey Noah, even even if you don't turn him into a modern day big, would have been perfect on this team.
2: Oh, of course. I, prime I, Jokey I, Noah
1: I, would be perfect on this team. Like that, and that's exactly the kind of player you need. That's actually a great point, I, I I love that. Okay, second section here. we're gonna blame Billy Donovan? I know it's early. I know uh, it seems like I'm, I'm yelling at him with the first sign of trouble, but he, I, I've been very unimpressed with Billy Donovan. I and
2: mean, let me, would let you me show, even you, say let me this is the sex. first sign of trouble. This is, like you said, this is 80 games of sample size that we've seen pretty shit.
1: Yeah, and and, and unfortunately, you know what's funny? For, he's for some reason he got a, an extension that was done in, in private. They just like announced it. Yeah, extension. Like, oh, <laughs> did you know Billy Donovan got an extension last year? Like, what the fuck? For what? Like, why are we explaining this guy already? Like, I don't understand. Like, let me tell, let me give you some stats. Billy Donovan's record as a head coach in the playoffs is nineteen and twenty-seven. You put, some might say, yeah, it's pretty good. Whatever. But after his first year as coach, where he went eleven and seven with KD, and mind you, that year with KD, that was the year they lost the Warriors, right? Right. The, the seventy-three win Warriors, and they blew that series. Right. They were up. I'm pretty sure they were up three one. They blew that series. Donovan was 11 and seven in the playoffs that, that year. But ever since that series, he hasn't won a playoff series and has been eight and 20 since. Eight and 20 record in the playoffs after his first year. He, he had he had Russell Westbrook and Paul George that lost a few times. He had everyone praised him for what he had. Chris Paul. Even though I think everyone was really praising him, because I think a lot of people thought Chris Paul was done already, even though obviously he had a couple more like years in the tank, um, yeah. and he and he took them to the playoffs with Shea Gilgis, uh, which is you know still I'm not gonna lie is impressive they got there. but like let's not act like Chris Paul was 45 years old, like he was still good, he was still a floor general, still one of the elites of our game. So I think Billy Donovan gets a lot of credit. In reality, when he's kind of a mediocre coach and like you touched on it earlier, he's not a motivator. We don't have a emotional leaders. We you know, the Celtics, everyone loves to go look at the Celtics of last year and go, Hey, they were 500 at the all-star break. And then they turned it around and became an elite team. Is Billy Donovan doing what you does? Is he getting, is he getting in these players face? Is he taunting them to be a better defender challenging them to get better on defense? No, he just sits there and makes no adjustments. He doesn't make any adjustments. He he loves these small ballers. We were getting killed oh. on the board yesterday. Vooch had nine rebounds for the whole game. Why doesn't Andre Drummond come in? What was the point of signing Andre Drummond?
2: Yeah. No, I, so I mean, you I agree, that? too. It, it, you, I, would, I would definitely agree. I think you have to look at it now. Like you said, you, this 80-game sample size, you're missing one player, Lonzo, who – looking back on it now, we probably hold him in high regard just because of how we played when he was on the floor. But, like, we lost one guy who was considered to be, like, our fourth best player on the roster, and we are astronomically worse. Yeah. And, and like you yeah. said, it, it, it is surprising for a guy who won two national championships at the collegiate level. So you already know, like, these are college kids. The, the coaching style is get in your face, like, motivate these guys to step up. It it's kind of funny. Like now he's he's at his, you know, eighth year in the NFL, or NBA coaching, and it's kind of seems like he's mm-hmm. taking steps back. It, it's tough. Yeah. I agree. I I think there's questions to be asked about his ability, um, with the roster he has now. I I think you you're extremely valid in what you're saying.
1: He makes he he loves he loves running DJJ. Derrick Jones, the fucking center. It doesn't make sense. We, we, you were, we were at, I don't know if you were at Gill's when you were watching the Bulls Hawks game where the Hawks won like, at the buzzer or something or last minute. Why was Patrick Williams not in the game? He's one of our best on ball defenders. Why is Kobe White defending Trey Young? The worst, right. the worst defender in the building, even on no. the fans, is defending Trey Young. It doesn't make sense.
2: No, it does not. I, I
1: totally agree. It, it doesn't make sense. I'm out on Billy Donovan. I wish I had a, a suggestion to my, actually, my, I have a suggestion right now. The, um, the guy from the, um, the Warriors' assistant coach. You know what I'm talking about? He used to coach the Nets. Uh, was the D-Low coach? Uh, Atkinson? Yes, Teddy Atkinson. That, that would be my suggestion right there. He had yeah. a lot of looks this year, but he decided to stay as an assistant for the Warriors. He would be the guy that I would call up next. But then the guy that would make that decision, AK, is my last guy I want to blame. I know, I know, A, AK has reached that status. We, we, all made fun, we, we all praised him. And I think, it was, I think it came to the point because it was so bad under GARPACs that anyone came, coming in will, will praise as, a, as, a, as an almighty leader. You know, I, I, I was happy. You know, I, he made the, 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 the booch trade. You know, everyone was excited. He got Lonzo. He spent some money in a free agency. Everyone was excited. But the roster is very poorly built. Very poorly built. A lot of one-dimensional players, as we said early. No three and D wings, like no leaders. It's a- random signings. Like, what, what was what is Dragic? Drog- did he even play yesterday? Was he is he hurt? Like, <laughs> like, like why? Like, I, I don't even know what he's up to. Dr- Drummond is now is not playing, and then you see reports that the the Bulls are expecting two first round picks for Crusoe. In what world? What yeah. haram? What does that mean? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. Two See, first I, I, round picks. Didn't you trade two first round picks for Boosh? Is Caruso Boosh?
2: Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did as he made his second All-Star appearance in a row. We traded two firsts for him, and now we're expecting a guy who took a step back on offense, who's already bad at offense, to uh, we we're expecting two first rounders. I, I agree. It is a bit ridiculous.
1: No, no, no. 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 I expect a team to give me two first round picks for a guy that averages 5-3-3 it's going to happen in what, in what world is that going to happen? I, I was going
2: to say too. another, I think another thing as a Bulls fan, like when, when AK was hired, I think a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on, Oh, look at the nuggets. Look at the nuggets roster with Jokic and Jamal Murray. And look at how they did. And, and if we're being honest, wasn't the nuggets like real only like good playoff run the COVID year? When Jamal yeah. Williams was dropping – or not Jamal Williams. Jamal Murray was dropping 40, 50 points a game. like
1: The Mickey Mouse ring.
2: Yeah. And it, even yeah. even then, like, you know, that was their best run. And obviously, you find a talent like Jokic, yes, it's a diamond in the rough. But if you look back on it now, do you, do you like that Nuggets roster that much? What, what do you think? Like, do you think AK was really, like – we do hold him in high regard. And I think you're right. I think looking back on it now, it's definitely the, oh, like – we had guard packs making a bunch of like bonehead decisions, and we get this AK guy who, oh, he found Jokic, and he got Jamal Murray, who's really good, and like, oh, he's got to be good, like you know, we got to trust his process, right? And right, as a Bulls fan, I'm disappointed. You're right. This is probably the most disappointing way to see like how how the decisions have, have accumulated to this point.
1: Yeah, to, it, to it, where it, our it, roster is now. Yes. Like you said, you he I, I give him props. The Jokic think great 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 fucking draft. Right. If you draft one of those guys, which you deserve the praise, it fixes a lot of other blemishes. And, and oh, I, I I don't know if he came here thinking that Vucevic was that guy. Like, and I, see now I'm averting back. I, I like Vucevic, but like it's why are we gonna trade two first round picks for the guy and then not use him like he's like not build around him or, or build an offense around him like that, that makes sense. They, they have him out there like you fucking Brooke Lopez, like you Steph Curry. Like, like how many times do I have to see this big man on the court pick and pop, go down low and post up? Oh, actually, I forgot. You can't go down low. You don't. You don't know how to. You don't know how to. Kobe White doesn't know how to do an entry pass. anymore. <laughs> not only does not only did did North Carolina students have to take those phantom classes They don't even exist. They don't know how to do entry passes. Joke. It is a joke. It's awful. And so- I don't know. I, I don't know where we go from here. What would you
2: say? Well, th- well, actually, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, I, I know you've said it on other pods, but like, I, I guess if I were to give you full autonomy of the Bulls right now, I mean, just well, basic—it I mean, doesn't have to be in depth, but just basic fixes or, or, or things that you think would put us in a better position next year. I mean, where where are you taking us?
1: Give me. I'll. Give, I, I will tell you right now. This is what I, if if you gave me if I am now it's JD now that JD is now running the, the Chicago Bulls. I, I've inherited. The, the job, I'm immediately looking right away to trade DeRozan, and and let me tell you why. I love DeRozan, and I think DeRozan's a great player, and he, he's going to help a contender, you know, win. If, if he could? But he is our most valued asset right now. He's 33 years old. We can. I think we could get two firsts from him realistically. Yeah. Oh, it's a Caruso package. Uh, I think we get two firsts from him. He's 33 years old. Who's to say that if this – the way we continue to play, if we continue this way, this, this play style and we don't even make the play-in, who's to say this guy doesn't request a trade at the end of the year and then the value goes down even more? He's going to be 34 years old. Does he want to be on this, a team that just missed the play-in at 34 years old? I, he, I think he can control his destiny at that and it, it makes the value worse. You could send him to a team that needs him. There there is teams that are a better fit for the Rosen. The Knicks, maybe the Knicks, the Knicks. You know the Knicks. They're horny for stars. They get so horny for a star. They, they they wanted Brunson. They traded. They they signed all that money for Brunson, which I love Brunson too. But that's an example. Give me give me a couple first. We'll give you DeRozan. That that's a team that needs a big shot maker at the end. You know. Yeah. They got they got a rim protection. They got some good defenders on that team. Like why, like put him there. T- I would Tim's, totally agree. Tim's defensive minded coach, and the reason is this. You could, you someone argues, why, why would you just trade Levine? Holy shit. But Levine, if you look at the games, I would argue that Levine at least can play off the ball a little bit. You know, he he's he can shoot the three, he could run around, maybe run through some picks, pop and pop shoot threes like that. I, I think it's easier to build an offense around that way. Plus, he's going to be making $40 million for the next three or four years. Like, I, I think that's harder to move off of while DeRozan is, you know going to make less than he's a contract year after that. They get up the books so they need to. That's why I think I would trade Rosen before Levine. And Levine's younger. Might as well have him under the contract. Next, what I would do is this also frees up playing time for Patty. I don't think we're going to reach our full potential if Patty remains the same. Patty needs to take the step forward to being a great two-way player. If we selected him at four, he has to be a four, a, a star, or a good two way player. We don't take people at four to be defensive specialists, all right? He's not, and he's not like a good enough defensive specialist to be like, all right, it's justified, all right? At that point, we just either Isaac Okoro at that point, which we don't want. We right. need him to take the next step, take more shots. And how is that going to happen? When DeRozan and one of DeRozan or Levine is out, or even Vooch, one of them, just get one of those out. More shots need to go to Patty. Him shooting eight times a game is not gonna develop him in any way. He makes him an efficient clip, but so we need the shots, we need the volume. We want him to be a two way player. That's what we want. That's what we need. This three ball, the, the lockdown D. Like that's what we want him to be. So that us on this roster, for us to be good, Patty needs to take that next step. And how does you clear that step for him? How do you clear the path for him? You get rid of unfortunately, you gotta get rid of one of the Rosen I think the Rosen's easier get rid of so that
2: so, would be my but so yeah with that as we're moving closer to this deadline then as as mm-hmm. in you know if you're looking at this from like uh, imagine you're a Bulls fan. if you're looking at the mm-hmm. well yeah you i'm assuming you're a Bulls fan. sorry but like yep. you're looking at these next few games mm-hmm. do you would you even say that you wouldn't mind losing these games if it meant that ak would would take a Take a stand uh, during this trade deadline and maybe explore trades for DeRozan. I mean, what what, what are your thoughts on that? Like, I, like you said, you're you're personally hitting the panic button. How much more mm-hmm. do you think it'll take for the Bulls' uh, front office to hit the panic button? What, what do you think it's going to take to explore trades for DeRozan?
1: Uh, I think they're going to. I think they're gonna have to miss the play-in. Like, if, look at look the reports right now. They're saying that the available for trade right now are Vooch, Caruso, and Drummond. Interesting. Like that, those are the only three they're saying that are available for trade, and they want they're really they're they're really wanting to try to hang on to Levine and DeRozan for some reason. So that's why I think they're going to go and and uh, just try to trade one of those lesser guys and try to make minor adjustments. But again, I, I still think you run into the same issue, like two guys that are just ball dominant dominant, they they don't pass or they don't they don't facilitate. They're not good defenders. Like like what? How are we going to build a championship roster around the two? The Rosen's gonna be 34 next year, so I, I disagree with that that outlook. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would say that as a fan though, I, I guess if we're not tanking, which I don't want us to tank either, I'd just rather rather just have us win. You know, like I, and if if, we're, if he's already wanting to keep the Rosen and Levine together, he might as well just fucking try to win it this year or go go as win as much as you can because I think the only moves they're gonna make are minor moves on the side and then let Booch walk in the off season. You know. So I think that's why you might as well just try to win it this year because they're not going to tank for a pick um, because it's top four protected yeah. only.
2: So I mean, it, it's a, it's a terrible uh, spot to be in. It, it is like what we are right now. Yeah. It, it is an abysmal place to be in.
1: Yeah, and and, and we have uh, you know guys like like there's some fans out there and, and you know it's fair where they're like, hey, uh, we shouldn't look to lose games like we're tanking. Like, do you is this what you want? We're the seventh worst team. Like. It, like, what are we gonna be? Like, like, perennial play-in guys? Is that okay? Is that acceptable? You know what? Well, you know what draws fans? Winning basketball, going to winning a play-in game and then getting absolutely trounced in the first round for four straight years is not going to be exciting for fans. I get it. I I, I get you want to make the playoffs. I, I'm with you. But if you're gonna be the bottom feeders of the teams, of the bottom feeders, what's the fucking point? Try to build a contender. If we were like a top five seed top four seed every year like that and we don't win that's fine at least we're giving ourselves a chance but even if we go make the playoffs who are we beating in the top five seeds Cavs are better than us they have our number we don't even beat the Sixers I don't Joel Embiid's never even lost to us the, the Bucks aren't going to lose to us
2: yeah
1: the, I mean, the, the, the Celtics are, the Celtics are beating us what maybe the maybe the Nets We got to hope maybe one of those guys get injured and we don't pray for injury
2: like I mean, what? What is our ceiling? We're losing to Charlotte and Indiana, bro. I I, I don't know if there's much hope there.
1: <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's no there's no hope there, and and you have to. It's, it's sometimes you got to make hard decisions. This, this this roster is not working, and I, I think Billy Donovan is lost the the locker room, or is starting to lose it. And and who the fuck are these guys to get to get pissed off for being benched? Levine start crying after you got benched. Like, who the fuck are you, dude? Like, you're not Kobe. You're not MJ. Like, give me a break.
2: Was, was that when he got benched during the Magic game?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another stupid game. I can't believe he lost. Like, oh. that's what I'm talking about. Like, 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 that's what I'm saying. Who the fuck are these people? Get a leader to get in this guy's face. Someone needs to get in someone's fucking face. Like, even Russell Westbrook. Like, I, again, Russell Westbrook, people can clown him. But he, he told the coaches, too. Remember, he was like, you guys got to be better. Like this is bullshit. Like that. We need someone like that. We need a fucking badass. Like a like a Patrick Beverly, even though a Beverly's annoying. We need something like that. A guy with a guy with some edge to him, man. Like this, I feel like this is pretty boy basketball. And enough's enough, dude. Yeah. We need some some grant some and grinders. That's what we need.
2: Oh, I, I understand your yeah. frustration, man.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to the rant knee hall. We can cut this here. Uh, we play I think who, who's up next on our calendar? We got the Clippers Orlando. And, yeah, we got uh we got Orlando uh, We have the Orlando Clippers and Charlotte coming up. Well hope hopefully we can go hopefully we can go two and one in that three game stretch, but right? who fucking knows of these fucking guys? We, if anything we'll beat the Clippers and lose the magic in Charlotte. It's, it's fucking horrendous. <laughs> I mean,
2: that's that's the way it's been trending, huh?
1: Yeah, it's fucking awful. But all right, man. Appreciate you listening. And I'll talk to you later.
2: All right, peace out. See
1: you, buddy.